the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you on this Monday? I sure hope you're doing well. It's Marriage Monday right here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we're talking about marriage. And, of course, every day we have a different subject. We have Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about is fair game on Fridays. But today, it's Marriage Monday. And, uh, of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you, it is a call-in talk show. You can give me a call and talk about uh, the, the, the day's topic. And the number here is 888-432-7434. And I want you to know that. Uh, you can give me a call. It comes right to uh, the studio. Get my call screener. Give give him or her a, a, a sweet hello, and then come on in, all right? That's what we're talking about today is marriage, and specifically our topic is identifying and addressing marriage stressors. That's right, marriage stress. That's what we're going to talk about today. Do you have any stress in your marriage, and how can I help connect with you on it to maybe relieve just a little bit of the stress, to think about it a little bit differently, or maybe even just to pray about it for you? Sometimes stress and pressure, you just need to release some of it. Release it to God. Release it to somebody else who's safe, who can help you. And so if you want to talk to me about that today, marriage stressors is today's topic the phone number again is 888-432-7434 or just remember the word bridge 888-43-BRIDGE and a big a big shout out today uh to uh joseph associates cpa uh joseph's associates they actually do bookkeeping and accounting and taxes and so if you need an accountant or uh, a tax advisor or some bookkeeping done make sure you contact joseph associates cpa i'm going to give you their information and when you call them tell them dr anderson sent you here's their number are you ready 301-674- six zero zero one all right i'm gonna give it to you one more time then i'm gonna pray and start taking your phone calls 
Joseph Associates CPA. Big shout out to them. They're Christian uh, Associates, and they can help you with your taxes as you're thinking about the end of the year and the beginning of the year. Uh, everybody needs a good accountant, and they need tax uh, information to help them, and sometimes they just need bookkeeping. They do it for churches, for Christian organizations, as well as for individuals. And so let me give you their number one more time, 301 674 Six zero zero one. A good Christian uh, outfit there, Joseph Associates CPA. Thanks for being listeners uh, to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the architect uh, and the author of marriage. Would you teach us how to deal with marriage stress? In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen. Well, here's my number if you want to call me. You got some marriage stress? You got some marriage stress stressors? How do we identify and even address uh, marriage stressors? I'm ready to help you. I'm ready to talk with you. I'm ready to learn from you. Uh, we've got the Word of God to help us, and we've got the Spirit of God uh, to guide us. And so let's lean on that today while you have me for the first hour of Rush Hour on WAVA, the most listened to Christian talk station here on the East Coast, second in the entire country. Here's the number, 888-432-7434, or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. All righty, let's kick the show off in Baltimore, Maryland. We've got Michael on the line. Hi, Michael, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you, sir? Hello, Dr. Anderson. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me today. What are you thinking, sir? Well, you know what What I'm thinking, Dr. Anderson, is that sometimes in marriages, mm -hmm. you'll have a partner that's all out for the marriage, mm -hmm. all out for what God, God has said is inclusive in the marriage. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes another partner, they don't they're quite on board. Mm -hmm. You know, they think that sometimes they they seem as if they're running interference with the progress of being married. Mm -hmm. Which one are you in? One, pardon? Which one are you in, you think? Well, I, I try my best to be the best husband that I possibly can based on what God has told me as what I'm supposed to do as a husband. Yes. And so what is your what is your question or what is your thought here? Are you saying that your spouse is not fully on board and you feel like you're pulling most of the weight and you'd love to see your spouse uh, more committed to the progress of the marriage? Is that what I'm hearing? Because I'm not quite sure. I'm just want to make sure I understand uh, what you're saying. And so, uh, give me your give me your thinking on that, Michael. Are you still with me? I'm still with you, sir. Yeah. So tell me what you're thinking on that. Do your spouse is not as committed to the process of growing the marriage as you are? There's. I think that there is something there. Mm -hmm. Maybe something in the past, maybe that's interfering with the clarity of thought about making this thing as um, 
clean as possible, as as clear as possible, without all the extra baggage. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is, though? You have an idea, don't you? Like I was saying, I think it's something that has happened in the past or mm. their uh, their commitment level mm. to what God is saying that the marriage should be. You know, there there is always the signs of, hey, I'm 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 vested and, and I'm interested in the marriage, but but then the 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 pathways aren't very clear, hmm. and so I'm kind of wondering what is is going on hmm. with marriages these days. I've had several of my friends in the last two to three years get a divorce, hmm. and I thought their marriages were solid. Interesting. And I, I just I just don't want to go down that, that path. Understood. Been there before. Yeah. Don't want to go back. Understood. It's very, very hurtful. Yeah, I hear you. So, listen, I've got to run to my break. When I get back, let me address this idea, not only of friends uh, getting a divorce, but what is a common vision for a marriage? I also want to talk to you, 888-432-7434. Thank you, Michael, for calling from Baltimore, Maryland. I'll be right back. smelly basement but let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement fixed give them a call 844-980-3707 that's 844-980-3707 Anderson would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, 
Back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about marriage stressors. Do you have any stress in your marriage? And we are talking about how do you identify and even address these different stressors. Uh, Before I go back to the phone lines, let me give you the phone number, 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Now, before the break, I was talking to Michael, and he's talking about other couples that have gotten divorced around him. You, let me tell you something. When you look at other couples, and they seem like they're doing great, and then all of a sudden they're not, and they're getting a divorce, that means that you know people are handling their business in the house, but then when something happens, they don't know who to turn to, and they're not walk, taking what they're thinking in their brain and actually dealing with it uh, with uh, healthy folks that can help them get beyond the sticking point because the stress has gotten so great they've just made a decision in their own mind we're separating and sometimes it doesn't mean the couple is making the decision sometimes it's an individual making the decision saying they've been processing in their brain and they're saying you know what i don't want to be married anymore so then the other person just has to respond and react and and try to keep it together and then there's this uh reality of acceptance and that is this person never doesn't want to be married to me anymore. There's nothing I can do. We are getting a divorce. So that does have an impact on other people around you. And it can be depressing if you see three or four couples who are friends and they're, they don't make it. It makes you look at your own relationship and say, oh, my goodness, well, are we okay? Which then goes to Michael's question about his own spouse, and that is, so what about if I have a vision for my marriage, uh, but my spouse doesn't share the vision or is not as motivated to do the work? Well, listen, you can't make your spouse do the work at the same level as you. So my response is sometimes you got to slow your roll and let your spouse catch up. And that takes time. It could take months. It could take years. But just because your spouse is not as motivated to go toward the marriage intimacy goal as you are doesn't mean you're in a bad marriage or a dying marriage. It simply means you're in a marriage where uh, you've got somebody who's slower than somebody else who's more motivated, more nimble, more ready to go to go on dates and go out to remember, you know, weekends, weekends to remember and and retreats and and, and all this other stuff. Well, some people just, look, they can't handle all that right now. They just need a break. They have other stressors in their life that won't allow them to really engage in making the marriage the priority it needs to be in this season. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not even saying it feels good. But I'm saying that is a reality. It takes two to run this thing, and sometimes we're not always doing marriage in tandem because of things that are happening in our body, in our life, uh, and even in our emotions and in our spirit. And so we have to be cognizant that our spouse may not always be on the same level with us all the time. Now, if they are on the same level, praise the Lord, but it doesn't mean they're going to be on that same level for the next 20 years. They may be for a certain period of time, then somebody has a baby. All right. They may be for a certain period of time, but somebody then gets a job promotion or demotion or uh, fired. Okay, And so all of a sudden circumstances can sometimes sack an individual within the marriage. And so their stressors personally are now putting stress on the relationship. And so you need some patience and some grace to work through that. And that's why we're talking about identifying and addressing marriage stressors, because it may not be actually the marriage that's the problem, but some other stress that's then creating a problem in the marriage. So if you can deal with that stress, you'd be surprised. The marriage is pretty good. You see what I'm saying? All right. 888-432-7434 is my number live in studio. 
you want to give me a call, now's a great time to do it. I've got open lines, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Gilbert. Gilbert's in Washington, D.C. How are you doing today, Gilbert? I'm doing great. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. Great. Good to hear your voice. I, uh, yes. Uh, I uh, was listening to the answer that you gave the last caller, and it seemed like you were probably give me the same answer, that is, to slow down. Uh-huh. And, but my, my, my stress is that... Um, you know, ever since the election, uh, I've been always, you know, I've been liberal, but I've been, I, I've turned really, really conservative. I voted for Trump, mm-hmm. and it's really stressing out my marriage because my wife don't like Trump, and and we we we, we just add it all the time. Mm. It's really hard to even talk about it. Right. You know, several issues. You know, and and, and it's really starting to stress stress out the marriage, but I, you know, I, I think we're okay, but yeah. sometimes it seems like uh, I'm all alone. Yeah. And, uh, well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> How important is it to you that your wife agrees with you politically with regard to uh, the current occupant of the White House? On a scale of one to ten, ten being the most very, very important, one being, you know what, it doesn't even matter to me. Well, uh, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, maybe six. Six. Okay, so that's pretty important, but it's not all yeah. important. Okay. And how important is it to her that uh, that you agree with her politically on a scale of one to ten? Ten meaning she, you must be where she is. One meaning it doesn't really matter to her. So you end up bringing it up. Why? Because the news is on or because it's just interesting conversation for you? It's really interesting conversation for me. Uh, and, uh, and a lot of times I think that, you know, a lot of issues affecting the family and, and, and the nation. I mean, I think it's important that we we, we can view those those issues in the right way. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a little forceful, but I don't know. Yeah. I, no, I just it needs a, I just think it's stressing us out. Well, what I'm saying is I think you're stressing the marriage out uh, when you're dealing with a political figure who's very divisive, and people have very strong feelings about uh-huh. him one way or another. So you're letting him get into your marriage. And so what I would say is if it's at a six for you, you need to go down to like a two or a three because – and what uh-huh. you and what you need to do is talk to your other friends, talk people at work or uh, some of your boys or, or some people that agree with you. Go talk to some other folk that you can debate and enjoy this kind of intellectual conversation. But for your wife, it's more emotional. 
All right. She sees this as a person yeah, yeah. who is not a person of character, who's a person who's vile. She can't even stand the fact that you would even agree with him, not because of the policy. She can't separate it from the person and what he has said about women and, and, and things with regard to race. She can't handle that. And so every time you bring that up, it's like you're bringing up a, a, an old friend from high school who your girlfriend never liked or trusted. And, uh, okay, so and, and so why do you want why do you want uh, this old this old friend from high school who she never trusted and never liked now you're bringing him around the house talking about him all the time what do you think that's going to do to her emotionally with regard to how she sees you uh yeah i, I think that it's gonna uh, uh cause division and yeah. uh so you can control this, is, yeah. my, is my point. You can control this. Now, the fact that you like them is not an issue. The fact that you voted for them, not an issue. But you just got to realize for your for your wife, you're bringing around somebody she doesn't like, she doesn't trust, she has, has real problems with, and every time you throw it in her face, that's actually making you look bad. So what I would say is, look, unless, right. you, unless you got a great commitment to this man, I mean, unless, like, he's going to pay your bills and – uh, he's going to be there to, to have a sofa for you when your wife kicks you out. I mean, how committed are you to him? You know what I'm saying? Because you're not married to him, and I don't think he's really thinking about you personally, Gilbert. Uh-huh. So don't ruin your marriage okay, over well, over this dude who's going to be in for maybe four years, maybe eight years. Don't ruin your marriage over him. Okay, uh <laughs> but, you know, let me ask you one more question. Okay. One, one more quick question, sure. right? Because, I, you know, it's kind of personal, but I, I know she don't listen to this, this show, so. <laughs> you but, hope not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, 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 okay, there's an issue that, okay, there's a 16-year-old daughter in, involved, right? Okay. And, um. And you know, you know how you go to the doctor, or whatever, and, and it was suggesting on the table that uh, we 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 get birth control. Okay. And I'm like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No, that's like giving them permission. Well, she don't yeah. get permission. If, if she gets in trouble, we we're not gonna have to take care of her. You know, and it's really, really, uh, 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 not not that she she's she's gonna do it. It's yeah. just that. You feel strongly that we we might have to do this. Yeah. And uh, okay. And I, I I'm like out of the question. Yeah. Okay. No, so no, we're not. You know. And here's my question. And by the way, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Now we're getting into it. Let me ask you this: It's a 16 year old daughter. Do you also have a 16 year old son? I don't. Okay. Do you have a son? How old is he? Well, he's quite new. <laughs> he's okay. one. All right, so let's 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 make him let's add 15 16 years to his life. Would you allow your son to or would you talk to him about wearing uh protection? I would talk to him about wearing protection. Yes. Okay, and if he said no, I, if well, he's, not really. I, I would, you know, I, 
<laughs> no, no. Let's okay. keep going down this track for, for, for other people that are listening. So he's 16, 17. He's in high school. He's saying, Dad, I'm not really doing it, but, you know, uh, you know, this, this girl's pretty, but we're not doing it. And then what are you going to say to him? Are you just going to say, don't even don't even worry about protection? You're not even going to talk about it? You're not even going to address it? Well, uh, yeah, I would. I would. Mm-hmm. I would. Okay. I, 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 I see what you're going. It, uh-huh. it, 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 it sounds hypocritical. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. No. Uh-huh. You know, so I think the point has been made through asking questions. You know, sometimes Jesus would ask questions that he had the answers to, but he needs to ask yeah. you so you can get the answer. So I think you got the answer. Yeah. But, uh,. Okay. <laughs> there you go, my friend. Hey, listen, blessings to you, Gilbert. Thanks for hanging out on Real Talk, okay? Okay, I appreciate you, doctor. You got it, my brother. Boy, I love this show, and I love y'all, and I can't wait to get back to talk to you. I am going to run to a break in a minute, then I'm coming back to you. I've got, like, three open lines, so if you want to get it, now's the time to get in where you fit in. Don't wait till the show's almost over, and then you call in, and I can't get to you. And No, I have open lines, 888 888- 432-7434. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Do you have type 1 or type 2 diabetes? Is your stomach full after just a few bites? Are you overwhelmed by nausea, vomiting, and abdominal pain? You may be suffering from diabetic gastroparesis. Doctors are looking for volunteers for an important research study evaluating an investigational drug for these symptoms. Go to MyStomachStudy.com to see if you qualify. You must be at least 18 years old, have type 1 or type 2 diabetes, and have experienced some or all of these symptoms for at least three months. Study-related drugs, doctor visits, and tests will be provided to you at no cost. Compensation for time and travel may be available for qualified participants. For more information and to see if you qualify, call 571-789-1224 or visit MyStomachStudy.com. That's 571-789-1224 or visit Visit MyStomachStudy.com. Call today, 571-789-1224. MyStomachStudy.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My Pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Call 800-517-3636 or go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code WAVA. That's 800-516-3636 or go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WAVA, 800-517-3636. The following is not an actor, but...
but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. I can't believe we're already through the first half of the show. Listen, I'm hanging out with you today in the nation's capital, wherever you are between the two beltways of Baltimore and Washington, D.C. and Virginia, Northern Virginia, or going down south, West Virginia, even parts of Pennsylvania. Thanks for hanging out with me. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And for those on my Facebook Live page, thank you, Linda Genti Iskerzak and Maria Ward-Weaver. Thanks a lot for checking in with me. And by the way, it's Marriage Monday. So we're talking about marriage and specifically marriage stressors. Identifying and addressing marriage stressors. Are there some marriage stressors in your life? How can I help you identify or address them so we can actually uh, deal with them? Just like I did with my last phone call dealing with some political election stress. Well, there are all kind of stressors in marriage. Maria Weaver, uh, Ward Weaver says, I think a marriage stressor may be shopping. Like Cyber Monday shopping or Black Friday. That's so true. You know, in, in, in a broader context, not just shopping. But the holidays where you feel compelled to go shop uh, because you have to buy a certain amount of things for certain people. And that, that means there's financial stress on a marriage. How much do we spend? How much do we not spend? Uh, what is the value of holidays in the first place? What about Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that? You know, what is the deeper value? You know, we're celebrating Jesus's birth. Why are we buying all this stuff? But then you got kids and grandkids. So yeah, it can create stress in a marriage. Absolutely right. Maria Ward Weaver on my Facebook page. Well, let me give you the number and then I'm going right back to the phone line. Here's the number. 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Waldorf, Maryland and talk to Anna, who's on the line. Hi, Anna. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking today? So my marriage stressor I wanted to talk to you about, um, my husband and I have been dealing with infertility the past uh, four years. Mm. And, um, I, it, you know, that's a big stressor. Yeah. But specifically... It, um, it seems to be a lot harder for me than it is for him, right? Uh, which I understand. And uh, we mm. we've been able to adopt two children, okay? Um, which um, is great. And he's kind of at the point where he is fine how things are. He would be yeah. fine, yeah. With these children, but it's still hard for me. Yeah, you really want to give natural um, birth, don't you? So, yeah. Yes. And so, is the stressor? 
not being able to do that or is the stressor trying to make it work like uh, when you're doing uh, IV is it going through the process that's stressful or is it actually you guys coming together having to do it where's the stress at you think I guess just getting on the same page with it. Um, uh-huh. right. I mean, we haven't we haven't gone through any um, any treatments really. Oh, okay. And we recently found out it's it's actually more of a male factor for us. So okay. that yeah. I guess the stress for me is not just a disconnect of um, he's okay with everything, but. But if it's more of the male factor, I'm not. but if it's more of the male factor, you know what's going on in, with him, right? What's that? Well, he, he's feeling uh, like he can't produce what is necessary in order for you to have a child. And so backing away from it and saying, I'm okay with everything is his way of, of, of shielding himself from the pain and the embarrassment of the fact that he can't really give you what you really want and what you really need. Yeah, I and, guess so. And that's really hard for him. Now I'm not no I'm not s- sure what to do about it, but I think emotionally he's disconnecting himself from that feeling. And so the the more you push to have it, the more inadequate he's feeling because he can't produce what's necessary to produce. Now again, I can't tell you I have the answer for it. I'm only telling you what I believe is maybe the automatic shift in his brain to hey, we're good we, we've adopted uh why do you keep pushing i think we're okay now yay and you're over here like uh no it's right. not it's not yay it's i still want to give birth to a child what can we do so the question now becomes what kind of conversations do you have with him to say honey this is important to me just because there's a male factor involved uh, this is important to me. Is there a way that we can get around this and at least make some tries at it? And after so many tries, after one, two, three, whatever you guys decide, then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and I'm fine with God's will on this. But I don't want to cut it off before we have an opportunity to at least have a conversation about what are some things we can do. Would you be willing? You know. But I think that's the elephant in the room, to be honest with you, Anna. What do you think about my assessment here? Um, yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, it, it's hard because we're both kind of. I mean, I'm not sure where I fall on you know pursuing treatment or just kind of waiting on God's timing and you know praying for healing from Him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and you know my husband definitely is like let's not do anything. He doesn't like doctors anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, all of that is wrapped <laughs> up in his inadequacy and his fear. But, um, you know, again, treatment, now that's a, yeah. that's that's going to cost money and it's going to take strategy. Uh, if if it were, the roles were reversed and it was not a male factor but a female factor, he might be feeling different here. But you, you may need to think about and pray about how about we just work on trying for the next six months or the next year like that and pray and see what God does before you say, now let's go to treatment, because I think there is an emotional and a financial commitment to treatment. Hey, listen, I've got to run, but I hope that was helpful to you. Okay, Anna? Okay, thank you. Blessings to you from Waldorf, Maryland. I'll be right back.
question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Jewel, this is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy waterproofing. Okay. They're outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Marriage Monday. Identifying and addressing marriage stressors on this Marriage Monday. Back to the phone lines. Anonymous is in Washington, D.C. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hey, I'm pretty good. How about you, sir? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking today? Uh, no, uh, no problem. Um, what I'm thinking is, so... Um, one of my stresses is always being the the one that kind of compromise. You know, mm. I, how healthy do you really think it is? Like, for if when you always have an issue, you got to be the one who you know big compromise and the one who got to um, you know be the bigger person all the time. I wouldn't say bigger person, mm -hmm. but the one that 
you know, it's okay not to get your way type of person. I mean, granted that my relationship, you know, for the last year been going through a lot of turmoil, but, you know, because of, cause of me initially, but, you know, when I when I identify the, the cause of the reason for the relationship going to turmoil, I'm wrong for it, you know, when you voice your opinion and stuff, so... Well, here, I just wanted to get your here's my that. thought on it. Okay, you screwed up, and so now you feel like you're in a doghouse. So every time there's an issue, you're compromising. Did I get it right? Um, before that too, I was always compromising. Okay, compromising is a good thing when it comes to okay, I'm trying to be more flexible, but compromising is not a good thing when you are actually being disingenuous with your feelings. So if you're being disingenuous, you're not speaking your truth. You're 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 giving ground where you shouldn't be giving ground, you're now being disingenuous, which is going to cause a sense of bitterness inside your heart at the end of the day. You're going to resent it at the end of the day. So I would say ask yourself, the next time you have an opportunity to come to common ground, where can you compromise up to a point where now you're being disingenuous and you're not speaking your truth? When you're speaking your truth and you're saying, listen, no, I'm not going to own your part. I'm going to own my part. And you're right. I screwed up here, or I didn't think about it here, or or I could do better here. Great. That's good. Own your part. But don't own her part, because as soon as you own her part, uh, you may create peace right now, but later it's going to cause you resentment. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I definitely understand what you're saying. So my last part of it is, like, you know, um, you know, we you know you're going through something. We're going, we went through a season. We're yeah. going through a season. So the 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 thing that where I messed up at now she is reversed. The roles are being reversed, but uh, and it's that person don't feel that it's wrong at all. When you say the roles and, are being uh, reversed, what does that mean? Meaning, like, say for example, well, not say for example. Let me be right to the point. So, say if she was in my phone, she seen me texting the female. Okay. Or you know, engaging in a conversation with a female. Yep. And it's wrong. Yep. I cut it off. Okay. And but this person is engaging and talking to a, a guy. Yep. Um, this, per- but she don't cut it off. She tried to be sneaky about it, and tried to go around the go around. So, but you know, it was wrong for me to approach her about the situation. So basically, yep. my 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 point here is like. We've been going through a lot of rocky things. Talk about sure. divorce, um, sure. everything. I left the house, but I came back because, you know, being in connected with the church, you know, you never want to leave your house because yeah. when the flesh is weak, I understand it's nothing but temptation outside your home. Right, right. So that was my reasons for coming back, and I explained to her my reasons coming back. But it's like it's hot and cold every day. You sure. Know, one day is okay, and one day is not okay. So I sure. was, you know, your advice on maybe. Like, I tried to counseling and everything. I tried to get help. I tried to get back into church. Everything she wanted me to do, I was doing. Yeah. But, like, she hasn't been doing anything to, you know, rectify her, her wrongs. And, and why, do you think, she, why do you think that is? Um, I, I know she's broken. I know she's hurt. But you can't use that excuse for... So you can't use that. Yeah. You can't use that for... You're downplay because at the end of the day, sure. you're responsible for your own actions when you, when you come face to face. Here's the real question. Do you so, think she still wants to marry? Um, you know, I brought it up multiple times. So she shows signs that she want to be married. You know what I'm saying? 
She told science that she want to be married. Okay. She told science she don't want to be married. But has so she said she wants not, to be married? Um, you know what? She hasn't came out blunt about it. Hey, I still want to be married, but she's still into like, oh, I want to do things as a family because we got two young boys together. Sure. But I think that this is a place where, and again, this is just my opinion, Anonymous, okay? So you have to take it before the Lord, and I always try to say that because, you know, I, I'm mixed with flesh and spirit, too, and I don't always know which one's coming out, okay? So I'm going to give it to you like I'm going to give it to you on Real Talk, but you got to take it before the Lord, okay? Okay. Bottom line, I think you're at a stand, at an intersection where you have to have a conversation with your wife. When the timing is right, you're out on a date, or you're sitting and the kids are in the bed, whatever it is, uh, where you say, hey, listen, this marriage is so important to me and our family is so important to me, but I'm at a crossroads. I need to know, do, do you want to be in this marriage? Are you committed to this marriage? If so, we can talk about the work we need to do in order to make it happen. But if not, then I need to know that and I need to hear that from you. If you need to talk about it, pray about it, talk to your girls about it, whatever, but I need to know that you want to be in this. And if you don't, you need to be honest with me and tell me. I definitely hear you on there, but I definitely hear you. I understand you. And um, my, my my only feedback, well, I'm not even going to talk that about that because, you know, this person, this is the person that really strong in the church, lost their, you know, lost the feeling. And, you know, it's like did a 180, you know. But you and need to hear, you need to hear from her, her truth. You're probably afraid right. to hear it, but you need to hear her truth, even if it's not what you want. You need to hear it. She needs to speak her truth to you so you can deal with reality. Because I don't think you're dealing with reality. I think you're dealing with uh, spirituality. You're dealing with uh, dreams and visions of what it could be. And, and you're, dream you're dealing with uh, trying to save this thing. And, and I'd love for you to save it. But you got to deal with, with reality here. She needs to speak her truth, and you need to know what you're dealing with. And I don't think you know. Yeah, you you're absolutely right because I. But you know, one thing I will apply myself for is I'm trying. I'm putting the effort in to try. Absolutely. To, I always talk to. I always talk to and say, "Hey, what's going on? What's on your mind?" Absolutely. Hey, um, you know, I send her the same text every morning yeah. for like the yeah. whole month. I you applaud. Know, so, hey, you know what? Like, I applaud your work trying to make this thing work. I do, but I'm just saying you now need to get her to speak out her truth so you know how how to work this. Because you may be working right. on something you don't even know what you're doing is making it worse, and you don't even realize it. You know, and so what she right. might need is you to back up off of her so she can breathe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know you guys. But what I'm yeah. saying is no, you, you right. may be affecting a plan that's actually hurting you and not helping you. You need to create an environment where she can just speak her truth, and then you go into the corner somewhere and take it before God and say, okay, now, God, give me the right plan uh, with regard to this. And so I'm not saying it's going to be easy to hear it, but I do believe that until you really know what's going on in their heart of hearts, running after a text is not going to do it. You need to have her just come out and, and almost, quote, unquote, man up and tell me what you want or what you're feeling. And then from there, you can take it to the Lord and say, now, Lord, give me wisdom. Hey, listen, Anonymous, I got to run. Thank you for hanging with me from Washington, D.C. I'm coming back in just a couple of minutes. Truth is, I'm tired.
options Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a vibrant, live call-in radio show that is insightful, spiritual, witty, and builds bridges across racial, political, and cultural lines while handling real-time topics that are provocative and relevant with Dr. Anderson's unique style of gracism. Broadcasting out of our nation's capital on WAVA 105.1 FM, weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Visit andersonspeaks.com. People ask us all the time, what makes us different as a direct lender? Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. As a direct lender, there are any number of things that are working to your advantage. Because there's no middleman, you deal directly with the decision makers. So what that means to you is that there's one less person in the process, and that savings is passed on to you. And we make the decisions in our office, and this is done in a matter of weeks, not months. As a mortgage lender guided by Christian principles, our priorities are different. And as a direct lender, we approach each lending situation differently, too. We work hard to ensure that everything we do demonstrates this commitment. Give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-7283 or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. The wait is finally over. Dell's biggest Cyber Week ever is on. Save big on Cyber Week deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th Gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and top brand electronics like Google Smart Home, it's a sale you won't want to miss. Just call 800 by Dell or visit dell.com slash cyberweek. Call 800 by Dell for more Cyber Week deals. The primary need of teenagers is what we call individuation, which is essentially, do the people that I know see that I'm growing up? Dr. Ken Wilgus on Focus on the Family Minute. Are they, um, am I going to arrive at adulthood? And if they're not getting it in healthy ways from their parents, then it's very common for teenagers to seek it in unhealthy ways. For example, one of the most common answers to the question of teenagers, why do you drink alcohol, is to feel grown up, is part of that. So teenagers will go and do the thing that seems grown up as if pouring alcohol down your throat makes you somehow an adult. But it at least has that feel to it because again in some cases overprotected teenagers feel like I need some way to feel that adultness and what we want to provide as parents is that ability that you can grow up here in our house you don't have to just get away. Sharing responsibilities with your teen moves them toward adulthood. More at FamilyMinute.org. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And I want to thank you for your support every single day. 
prayer and financial together. Thank you so much. Let's go to Baltimore, Maryland, and talk to Stephen, who's on the line. Hi, Stephen. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, I've been wanting to call your program for the longest and uh, just felt led to come and, and talk today. So, so thank glad. you for having me. My pleasure. Just a couple minutes left, but I really wanted to hear from you. What are you thinking, my friend? Uh, what I'm thinking is this. I'm going to hit it uh, pretty quickly here. So I'm a black man who lived in a state that's notoriously uh, racist, small town backwoods. I was married to a woman who had rage issues and our stress is that um, I'm from inner city LA and born and raised and I fly when I when I find stress she fights when she finds stress those two did not go well together and mm. it wound up where um, she did certain things and to protect her she did certain things and I wound up having to call the police on her mm. uh, based on she admitted that she was trying to get me to hit her mm. so she can call the police on me and have me arrested. Mm. And in that town, no one would even know that I left because you just go away. So the the tension is that when you have racial misunderstanding between couples, mm. what do you do when it just winds up where that person, she actually filed for a divorce, mm. um, and there's – I'm praying like, Lord, after 10 counselors – do I say thank you for filing for divorce and now I'm finally done? Mm. Do I say, Lord, you hate divorce, so I should continue to try to find a way here? Mm. Do I, like, like? and there's a stepchild that's involved, her, her child, but he was yeah. like a son to me, a true son. Sure. And sure. I want to be able to provide for him. It's just, what do you do when you're released from, yeah. from uh, impasse? Yeah. So she's a white woman? Yes, he is. Okay. Italian. Okay, so, so yeah, you, so you got some racial issues going on here, but you got some relational issues going on here that are even stronger. Um, do you feel like there's any hope left with regard to building the relationship? With, if you have some forgiveness, some reconciliation, some counseling, do you actually feel like uh, there's some light left or, or no? Um, we went to 10 counselors Believing that there was light there uh, after about six months apart is still the continual fighting. So at this point, it seems like there's no uh, reconciliation. And do you have a pastor right now? Um, I left town, so I do not have a pastor at this Cause, time. Because what I would want you to do, Stephen, because I, I don't know you, uh, but as a pastor, I'd want you to sit with a pastor, not just a counselor, but a pastor, and talk through this and pray through this to find out what is God saying to you about this? Because you have a very, very important decision to make. Do I accept this or do I try again or do I have a time of prayer and fasting? What What is God saying spiritually here? And so I would want you to sit down with a pastor to really think this through and talk this through. Would you be committed to thinking through that? Absolutely. That's my counsel Absolutely. to you, my friend, only because I know that what you need more than anything else is not a technique, not just another psychological counselor. You need the man of God or the woman of God to really help you find out what is God saying to Stephen in this, okay? Gotcha. Lord, in Jesus' name, Thank give you. Stephen wisdom, I pray. Amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.